0: And go off on that because on episode sixty one, I was still talking when you ended the show. We had to go. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, and then I look and it said, ninety one percent recording complete, downloaded complete. You so were still talking. I was still talking. Me and E, we were out.
1: We were the the software was loading up. You were still going. I I'm still we got, going. We got places to be.
0: So I was like, I what need point are I need you it. trying
1: to make? If, if 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 I hope your point is fantastic. If you went from talking about whatever you was talking about at the end of last episode and you wanted to start this podcast by all means finish your point
0: so i was like yeah i'm about to come back start episode 62 hardcore just to be continued of what we talked about from episode 61 and then the big thing happened and i completely forgot what i was about to talk about so nonetheless what do we do here we're gonna start the show on talking about none other than phil brooks take it away matt
1: just when you think like it can't really get worse or it can't be any more than what we've seen already we are nine months to the year and this is absolutely the story of the year in wrestling had a lot of them this is it and then you let the Sports Illustrated state that uh, Punk is going to come out with a statement that is deemed to be explosive. We have not seen that statement yet, but if he drops that statement before all out tonight, maybe coming from a interesting crowd perspective. Before we get into all that, let's start with it is Sunday. It is Labor Day weekend. So, happy holiday to anybody who celebrates that. Probably more importantly, happy all out day for anybody that celebrates that. But probably even more important than that, because we just came off of all in. Happy last Sunday before NFL football for some <laughs> months. We are back. NFL, I put my bet down Friday night. Detroit Lions winning the division. My bet is locked in the fan duel. We will see if that was a smart bet or not. Rhodesia showing off the the bobblehead right there. We are, we are back. I am super excited for it. But we are here to talk about wrestling, and Ishan, boy oh boy, let us let's, let's get the let's get the the particulars and all that out the way. This is episode sixty two of the TFW podcast. That's freaking wrestling. You guys know us three the hard way. Ishan is here. Rhodesia is here. I am here. Matt, if you don't know. CM Punk has done it again. I guess really this time we can't say CM Punk has done it again. Tony Khan has done it. Let's let's real quick. Everybody knows at this point what happened. Tony Khan on Saturday releases a tweet that blows up social media. Last time I checked, I think it had like 10 million impressions that he has decided to fire or terminate CM Punk with cause. Meaning that there's reasons for it. He shows up on collision. If you, if you want to see the entire six minute speech that he had, you can check out our Twitter page at that's FNW. I put the whole thing up there. He kind of showed it also, or he talked about it beginning of collision. And um, the crowd response was interesting for sure. I Let's stop there. I'll just stop there because those are the facts. Those are the complete facts that we have. He showed up to collision, told, you know, told us what was going on in the live crowd. You guys saw it at home, on TV. Let's stop there, and let's just talk. Thoughts?
0: I was so incredibly happy that Tony came out. One, any heat that needed to be dispersed should have been targeted to him. Right or not, right or wrong, he should have taken it. I don't think the talent should have been the brunt of this shitting on. So I was, one, very happy that he came out and did that. Two, I thought just even how he mentioned in his tweet, hey, this was done on an independent team that I never even knew they had, but whatever. He said it was made up mainly of lawyers and attorneys. But at the end of the day, it was his decision. So to me, I was absolutely impressed that, one, he made it sound like this was my ultimate decision. And then secondly, I love how he talked about how this is his He's like a family businessman that everything he's learned was from his father. Then I'm talking about what he said to the live crowd. I don't know what he said on TV, but to the live crowd, he said, this is how he pretty much he operates. So just overall him coming out, taking heat for like six minutes. To me, that says a lot about a leader and that made me feel really good. And by the end of that monologue, as I'm going to call it, he actually had the majority of the fans for him and cheering for him.
2: Yeah, I saw the video you guys posted and uh, I was kind of surprised because um, I was actually napping at the time and I woke up and saw the text messages and the the tweets that Phil Brooks was fired. And I was really taken aback, but not 100% surprised um, after a lot of the details or more information came, even after our last conversation, right? More information was kind of fed out to us. Um, I think it's sad that it came down like this i think it's uh sad for AEW. i think it's sad for phil brook i think it's sad for wrestling um i did find it slightly amusing right because i'm listening to tony khan's uh message when you guys posted it you know he was very upset he was he had the microphone and, He's like, guys, I had to come out here. Well, I fired Phil Brooks, and as the crowd started booing him, and he started speeding up, and I had to with the wholeheartedly. And never in my life have I felt this way that I felt my security, my safety. I had to fire Phil Brooks just as gotta go. he yeah, I gotta go right now. I'm like, gone, Tony. You're right. He gotta go. Because after all the information was uh, released about kind of the how Phil's reaction backstage, it was quite alarming. So, um Let's keep going. I'm really, really interested in you guys' uh, live experience. So what did you guys feel live in the moment as he was talking? Live in the moment.
1: I give him a lot of credit. I, as, he deserves as much credit as the blame I've given him for not taking a bigger stance on this for a year plus. So we got to shout him out for that. I I gained a lot of respect for Tony for coming out there and facing that crowd. He could have easily had this in the tuck and then waited to tweet that out Monday morning. And it would have been like, damn, okay, so you didn't do it while we were in Chicago. But okay, whatever. And we moved on. He he faced it. It And probably the best thing of it was when the crowd started booing. I'm not sure if this got on camera or not. The crowd started booing, and he basically was like, nope, I understand. Give it to me. Like, I get it. Yep, I understand. And he just kind of kept saying, like, and the thing about Tony is we always talk about how, like, everybody says just how nice of a guy he is, how much of a sweetheart of a guy he is. I am sure it broke his heart to disappoint the fans, let alone the business decision that comes with having to fire your number one merch seller, your number one ratings draw. You kind of can look at that, you know, with maybe him and MJF, the guy that you just gave an entire television show to. So take the business part out and just say as him as a wrestling fan. I am sure that had to be really hard for him to come out there and tell Chicago of all places. I know a lot of you are probably here for this person, but I had to do what I had to do, and I'm sorry, but blah, 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 blah. So I give him much, much, much props on that. Now, what I will say, too, though, is there could be maybe some legal speak in there. I can't speak for another man. It would just be hard for me to believe CM Punk could have done anything back there to make him feel like his life was in danger. That's the part where I'm like, damn, that's kind of thick. You really put that on a little thick. But I can't speak for him. right? We don't know exactly what happened. We never, we heard that there was minors end up, you know, on his lap or whatnot, but I can't, I can't speak for that. I do know that they were saying CM Punk lunged at him. And I think Dave Meltzer came out, you know, last night or early this morning and said that saying the word lunge was really downplaying what CM Punk did to Tony Khan. Now, if mm-hmm. that's the case, you got to go. I think we all know, all right, it, it, it's time. What's going to be interesting, though, is what led up to this to get so fractured that there was no coming back from it. And what was on that video that the lawyers... Because think about it. If nothing happened outside of some suspensions, quote-unquote, from Brawlout last year, and we know people got injured in Brawlout, nothing came out of that, really. This one must have been a doozy because... CM Punk has been fired. We don't know about Jack Perry yet. They haven't stated if he's reinstated or how long he's going to be out for or anything like that. Um, So it must have been pretty bad. It must have been really, really bad. And then you kind of think to yourself, okay, what does the future of AEW look like? Once again, this is, Collision was his show. I just hope, me personally, and we can really get into what the future looks like for AEW. That's not just like a 30-second answer. Uh, I hope it still keeps the same flow that I've loved from Collision without Punk. I guess probably now we'll see really what his influence was on that program. But I think that's a really, really big situation. I think tonight at All Out, because last night there still was only about 5,000 in the crowd. Tonight they're looking at 10,000. So you're doubling what was last night. So it was smart to do it. Yesterday, give people 24 hours to digest it, et cetera, et cetera. But as I started saying, if Punk comes out with some type of crazy statement that is going to galvanize his fan base, tonight could, could, could get nasty, potentially. Uh, but no, shout out to Tony, man. I, I really respected him coming out and doing what he did. Um, but he's got to still own it. Because I still feel like a sit-down... A year ago, a sit down. When he first came back and said, "Look, guys, we got to get this hashed out. I don't care what needs to happen. We're not leaving this room until y'all can at least share a locker room together, be cordial, be respectful."
0: But this whole last and that, set of round of and that people, never happened. These whole last set of round of people though wasn't the Bucks and Kenny. It was your Jack Perry and the young young boys who don't like these old school G's.
1: But it's still bubbling, is what I'm saying. Like it never became all right, we can all still work together. Then there was a report that came out. There was supposed to be a sit-down with Punk, the Elite, and Tony Khan. It was scheduled last week, supposed to take place in Atlanta. So I'm guessing maybe it was supposed to be after uh, Dynamite E, the one you went to, and before they went over to England. And then the word was at the last minute, the Elite can't pull it out of the meeting. So if you take that into consideration punk may have been frustrated like damn i'm trying to sit down with these guys they don't want to sit down because there has to be much more to this story than what we know so you you take that into account okay we're supposed to sit down and have a conversation before the biggest weekend of the year for this company didn't happen
0: he didn't get picked up from the airport properly
1: well uh, yeah
0: true that <laughs> but, but yeah but true we add part. all this we add all this stuff on top of it and he's heated the other... it... go ahead Oh, and then you had mentioned something about Dave, M- Dave Metzler. I can't ever say his last name. Dave said that the lunge is kind of taking it lightly of what really happened from what he's mm-hmm. saying. Maybe that's what they saw on tape. Maybe it was something that was much more aggressive than that. And you do got to go. If you're ready to attack the boss, <laughs> you got to go. I don't Sports care what place are uh,
1: Justin Barrasso had a really good article that he released today, and he stated that The fight with Perry was not the only reason why Punk was terminated. That was one of the factors. What he said in his article was, the other factor was, Tony Khan could not calm down CM Punk after it was over. And their verbal back and forth. Also got to remember too, we heard the report of CM Punk saying, I hate this place. You can't keep somebody there that says that. Ain't no coming back from that. You can't because then you look like, uh, I mean, I don't even know what the word would be to the other wrestlers who aren't pro CM Punk in the back.
0: He's not a leader. Why would I work for this guy outside of them paying, giving me a paycheck? Why would I want to work for him? Why would I want to give him anything extra than my minimum? If you're going to let this happen over here and and the one you just gave a show to is saying that I hate this place.
2: You know what? Like, um, I've kind of defended CM Punk on, on a lot of these things, but I've always said that as an older man, that he should be a little more mature and professional in the way he handles these situations um and that's something he has to look in the mirror he has to answer to Like, and I get there's just frustrations because we are frustrated with different things in our workplace and coworkers and bosses, et cetera, but we don't lunge and almost attack our our bosses and think that's cool, and we can get away with it because at the end of the day, he is a leader in that locker room to 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 some
0: right. right.
2: So if he can get away with that, that's setting the precedence for that company. So number first and foremost, before we're talking about Tony, because I think that Tony has some blame and leadership in the company overall has some blame in this. So at the end of the day, it comes down to punk. And he wasn't professional in the way he handled a lot of these things. It doesn't matter how frustrated he was in defense. You know, he got picked up. He didn't get picked up properly. He got lost and yada, yada, yada. But you look at the small things, right? He got his own show. He was able to go on his show and throw a verbal shot at the Young Bucks with no repercussion, mm-hmm. right? After a show, I don't care about if he was concussed or he was loopy or whatever it was, he threw another shot at Hangman, right? Mm-hmm. One little shot at him spirals him out of control to the yeah, point and that he...
1: And, it, and to, to that point, too, he, it wasn't even... He didn't say seeing Punk cry me a river. Yeah. He just said real glass cry me a river. Punk has made an entire career on subliminals
2: subliminals, and
1: talk and, and winking and talking to us as the hardcore internet fans that only know what you're talking about because we are knee deep into this. That wasn't that much of
2: a situation to where
1: this should have happened.
2: Mm-mm. That, that would have, that, that would have went over a lot of people's heads. Right. Cause I actually, in the moment I remember him saying it, but it flew right over my head to where it, it didn't really affect me. Right. So one little jab at this man sprouts him out of total control. That's a problem. That's a CM Punk problem. hmm Right? That's a CM Punk problem. Now, with that being said, now if you know that this man, let's just say what it is. He has some some emotional issues at this point. He has some trust issues. There's things going on with CM Punk that he has to answer for. And I hope that he's getting help that he's necessary. He may listen to it, listen to this and say, You're out of your mind. But I let me let me tell you something, CM Punk. Like what we've heard about you and your interactions with people and how how you handle adversity is Mm -hmm. not the correct way that a mature man your age should handle things, period. So I hope he's starting to get the help that he needs so he can kind of handle these issues so he can have more productive ways of dealing with things. But at the end of the day, Tony could have, a year or so ago, nipped a lot of this in the bud. Like, I don't think the the original root cause of the issue was ever fully addressed, at least not fully addressed to CM Punk's perspective, right? And so then he, and then at some point he felt like he had to kind of go into business for himself to kind of make himself feel better about the issue. When he came back from the injury, that's when TK, CM Punk, the Bucks, whoever, should have said, hey, this is a clean slate. Let's air everything out. Let's fully hash out all our problems so we can move forward productively. And it sounds like this never happened. Or maybe it did, and CM Punk kept it escalating. But... We that when he came back from injury, this should have been a, a clean slate, and it sounded like this was a continuation from their previous problems, never had it handled properly, and now we're at this point to where, you know, Collision, which was one of my favorite shows, right? And I would say probably maybe my my favorite show, um, on wrestling right now, and the leader of that show was no longer there. He's a big merch seller for that company. Um, as polarizing as he was, he definitely was a needle mover for the company. Now he's gone. And now the company has to pick the pieces and move forward. And there's a lot to be said for that.
0: I'm just going to say, I told you so. Told y'all so. He should have never brought CM Punk back. I was never, ever on the on the bandwagon of bringing him back. I thought he should have stayed away after everything happened at Out. And he showed me his level of pettiness at the scrum. When he showed it to us, point blank, I don't care. You have to have some decorum as just as a man. And how he reacted at the scrum, I told y'all, he lost, in my eyes, I lost respect for him. And again, who am I to punk? Nothing probably to him. But for me, he, to me, he was a lot to me. I, I liked him. I actually did love him. And him coming back, I got caught up in all the goosies and stuff like that. But when he showed his ass out, no thank you. And um, A.W., Tony Khan should have never brought him back. And I know what y'all said. He's a needle mover, He's which he was. And he was the number one selling merch, all that. But he should have never brought him back. I felt like now we're one year behind again. Even even so much, of Ricky Stark's talking about it on Collision. Not to jump to Collision, but just like I gotta start all over again. Gotta do this all over again. And it was so much passion you know, was in his voice when he talked about that.
1: It was interesting too with with uh, with Stark's promo. Because if you didn't know, you'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" What are you Starks?
0: talking about? But you know exactly. Yeah, if like, you do know, and I, and I even exactly went back and watched it.
1: I even went back and watched it after Payback last night. I was like, let me just see if maybe I mm-hmm. missed something being in the crowd. And no, like yeah. him, you know, big up big bill, talking about the things you've gone through. You would be like, what is this guy talking <laughs> about? But I think we all knew what he was talking about was yeah. I get a chance out here. And once again, that chance I'm falls at, through. Yep.
0: I wasn't averaging. on
1: all in. I yep. suppose to main event all out. And now look what happened. And it's not even because of me. But he definitely got. It ain't it ain't punk in terms of being punk in Chicago. But boy, he has a pretty damn good consolation prize tonight <laughs>
0: with, yes. with Brian coming back. I popped so hard. So All that
1: right. worked out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with punk, um, and this doesn't mean punk's a bad guy, right? Like, we've met punk before. And it was like one of the coolest conversations, I, I interactions I've had with a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't think he's a bad guy. But I think something really bad, I don't know what it was about that Hangman promo, but it seemed like they never recovered from that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: E, to your point of him throwing those shots at the collision promo, his first promo back,
0: Which I hate it.
1: There's just mm-hmm. a lot. You kind of look back now and you say, damn, him showing up to WWE Raw in Chicago. Remember when he was backstage yeah. and the call was made to Vince and they're like, hey, he's gotta leave. Now looking back at this, was that premeditated? Because we all know Punk is extremely smart. I'm he I'm mm-hmm. I don't think he does anything, maybe besides what happened at all in that he doesn't <laughs> really think through. Was that a, hey, look, I'm trying to get out. Is there an opportunity here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I because I think there's gotta be a conversation had with WWE and Punk. And we don't know what his non-compete looks like. We don't know if there even is a non-compete with this. But there's got to be a conversation. But how long has he been thinking about this? Because now knowing this, and now that he's fired, we could probably go back we want to continue to go back and look and look and look and say, oh, I mean, he may have been trying to get out right here. Oh, man, he all knew seeds, what that would yeah. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, man,
1: he knew if he said this here, if he acted this way here, there's a chance that he can alienate someone else. It's sad. It, it, it really, It's just sad because we knew it wouldn't work without a sit down and they never got to the, the point or a place of a sit down. I see some people online who are like, hey, this is great because now the cancer is gone from the locker room. AEW can get back to being AEW. And I think that's a loaded statement because the locker room was... Never perfect. No locker room is. We just don't hear about the stuff that happens in WWE like this. But let's not forget Thunder Rosa and Brit and all that. So it's, it's not perfect. But it wasn't also Skittles and Rainbows either without Punk. We had a rough patch of AEW programming after All Out last year. Punk won on TV. So it's not like, oh, man, Punk came in and everything just went down and now he's gone. And everything's about to go back up. Tony's got some really big decisions to make about the future of AEW. So let me ask you guys, how does this change AEW as we know it?
0: I feel like we just, again, just going to rewind a year ago. I mean, it's just like this whole thing was just a, a blip and we have to start all over again.
1: But you can't say that because now you got collision. You didn't have collision a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, your 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 favorite saying that you say to me at home is um, you call up Mercedes and Edge and say, hey, I got a show for you for Saturdays. <laughs> you bring them over. Saturday night. It's all yours. The show's all yours.
2: Um I think for is right in a lot of aspects it kind of goes back to where they were a year ago. I think that Tony Khan is going to put more pressure on himself to do more, to create more and be more involved. Um which is sad to see for me on Collision cause I think that you know Punk was heavily involved in how that show was structured and it show it was a very structured and organized show I felt like. Like when I listened to Ricky Talk like I I knew immediately as a fan of Ricky Starks. I knew exactly what he was talking about as far as starting over. Because, you know, he that's one of the things about AEW is that, you know, you can start off, but you can have a hot program and then all of a sudden it cools down immediately afterwards. Um, like there's no follows, no, there's no contingency plan for you afterwards. You kind of go fall back down to pecking order. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, Ricky Stark has some focus. Like something there was a plan in place for him. And with a lot of those guys on that show, especially on collision, there's a there was a plan. For those wrestlers, and you can see it from week to week. I don't know if we lose that on Collision because we don't definitely have it. Don't have it on on Dynamite. So I know that Brian Danielson is heavily involved in a creative as well. Hopefully Tony understands that. Hey, he needs some help with all this content that he's providing, and maybe Brian gets a bigger um, uh, task on something's creative. Hopefully he hires some additional creative people um, to kind of help with these shows, just to kind of. Um, get it back to where it needs to be and I hope from a structural standpoint, I hope he hires somebody i know, I think Christopher Daniels is head of talent relations or something like that right Yes, yep, well hey, I'm not saying he needs to be fired, but he needs to get some help he needs to get like a, a another team in place around mm-hmm. him. Um, somebody they can trust somebody they respect that can lay the law down in that locker room. Cause they definitely don't have it right now. They haven't had it in quite some time, all the stuff that's going to be coming out. We talk about CM Punk so much. It's not just CM Punk. It's, there's been things going on in that locker room forever. You look at these matches, Um, they kind of do whatever they want to do. You got guys wanting to use real glass and matches for whatever the case for, I, I'm not sure why Um, they need to get somebody in, in place I don't want to call them a security team. They need to get like some, some bad guys installed in that locker room and in that leadership program to kind of ruffle some feathers and get these guys in line. Because there's a reason why in WWE you don't hear a lot of these things, because it's not allowed. And if, and if, they, and if it does happen, they're out of there really, really quickly. In AEW, everyone got loose mouths. The mouth, the mouth is just like water. It's just everything happens. We all we all hear about it. We hear all the details, and it's sad that AEW had their biggest show, arguably the biggest wrestling show in history, and we're talking about everything other than that big show.
1: They have done a really good job of keeping that show alive on TV.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: they really they talked a lot about Dynamite, even though in Collision Kevin Kelly made a couple comments about All In, so I do like that that they're keeping that alive because it was only. A week ago, a week ago today, but it feels like it was fucking months ago because of everything that's been going on with this punk stuff. Mm -hmm. For me, um, when I when I asked, like, you know, how does this change AEW? You hope. The locker room. And you don't have to like each other. This is I don't want a kumbaya. Right. I'm not saying that. But you hope that they they look at this as. An opportunity to elevate the company. It's a big, big blow to miss CM Punk. He is, he is not somebody outside of, so yes, Radiza did say it. My thing is, okay, that phone's got to be ringing for Edge. We know there's already a Mercedes deal in line. She's just got to get healthy. But maybe that deal looks a little different now. Maybe before mm-hmm. that deal was we'll share you with NJPW, wherever else you want to do. Hey, we'll still share you, but we need you the majority of Saturdays mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And this can be your show, along with Edge, along with whoever else they can pull. And then I think you'll be okay. But this is a massive gap. This is not just going to be business as normal. There are people who were watching AEW, I think, solely for CM Punk. I also think there was a lot of people, though, who watched AEW that hated CM Punk. And I didn't realize how divisive it was. Until last night. Well, no, before last night. I put up one of my jokes on Twitter a few days ago. And the amount of people under my tweet that was just like, CM Punk can be fired. I hate CM Punk. CM Punk needs to go. I was like, whoa. Okay. He's polarizing. I yeah, I didn't know it was to that level. I thought it was kind of like a gimmick. But no, there's, people really didn't like him. It just sucks. It, it, it sucks because, man, there was so much they could have done with the heel punk. There was so much yep. they could have done with the tweener punk. Yeah, I mean, it's... Such a missed opportunity. But it is what it is. It is what it is at this point. Now, he is officially terminated. What chances do you guys put him in WWE in the foreseeable future?
2: Hey, real quick, though. I don't think Edge and Mercedes make up for CM Punk on collision. In my personal opinion.
1: I wonder if Edge can. I think maybe them combined, maybe. Maybe. If if Mercedes was coming right off of Sasha Banks from WWE, yes, she would. But we know a lot of times, just in life, out of sight, out of mind. And I think the majority of casual fans have not kept up with anything Mercedes has done since she debuted in New Japan in January. So for them, they haven't seen Sasha, Mercedes, in over a year now, probably, right? Yeah, because Mm -hmm. her and Naomi walked out in August, I think, of last year. So she's been gone now for officially a year from mainstream, nationally televised in the United States TV. Um,
0: I think Sash Mercedes, wrestling talent, can make up for punk. And then Edge's mind can make up for punk. Again, we're booking this here saying that both of them would come. But I, I do think that the two of them together would make up for Punk. Because, Christian, Edge has so much in his mind. Even though I hate on him all the time, he's a great wrestling mind. Completely grasp wrestling mind. And Sasha just still goes in the ring. So I think the two of them could make up for that.
2: Because for me, it's not the, the wrestling on-air aspect that we're missing for Punk. I think it's going to be his influence backstage.
0: And I think it's um, Edge.
2: Yeah, and, but at the same time, though... I mean, we'll see, right? I just haven't Ryan. we we've never seen Edge in that kind of role.
0: And it could like, be right? too. It could be too. But maybe could it be worse than Punk. I don't think so. Maybe well maybe
1: Brian has much more influence than we know on collision. He was there mm-hmm. last night. Collision still felt like collision to me. E did you watch the show? Did. Did did it feel like collision to you still, like format and everything?
2: I wouldn't say it felt different um but you know it's it felt a little off not with punk not being there and with everything going on so for me it's gonna i'm gonna have to watch it a couple more episodes to kind of fully because i'm still kind of like you know i understand punk had to go right because definitely had to go but it's still from a man we've had so much i don't want to say this is as big as you know losing bray and you know terry funk you know the the bray thing really made me say i i, I kind of to detach from wrestling for a little bit i'm a real big fan of his and he was so young. Um, But this is another thing, man, like, damn, now we done lost CM Punk on Collision. Like, right, they couldn't make this thing happen. You know, it's just, it's just more, I think it's just more sad news in wrestling. And, you know, I know Rhodesia was like, you know, hey, it should have never brought him back. I think, look, people deserve second chances. Like, that dude spassed out at at an interview. Um, And they kind of let it happen. So I feel like you kind of can learn from Pat's experiences. Like, hey, Tony, hey, I can't put certain individuals in these situations. Right, because they're going to hinder themselves and the company. Mm-hmm. Noted, got that right. Hey, pump. When you come back, this is how we have to move. I was hoping that on that second chance that things could have went better, and they didn't. It actually got much, much worse, and I don't think the company is any better for us. So I felt like it's just kind of sad for me. So like when I watched the show, I was kind of like, ah, you it's know, a down- then no, it's yeah, a down- and then they're then they're, sure. then they're promoting like this this show that's coming some to, that's tonight, right? And I don't really feel that great about it. It's I, a feel much be-
0: I feel much better about All Out today after going to Collision yesterday, for sure.
1: I do, too, because because now you got Brian on there. They mm-hmm. added a couple matches. I just saw they have added, I mean, this isn't going to add any buys, but they just added a over-the-top battle royal for Uh-oh. Uh, a Zero giant. Hour, <laughs> and whoever wins um, gets to donate money to their charity of choice. I haven't seen... They haven't said yet who's, like, in it or anything, but...
0: And Athena's uh, on, although it's this dark... Yep, out so she's hour, on... Yep, she's so on she got it. on
1: Zero Hour. So, yes, I was on um, the pod with my guys over at OTM, and we talked about how is Athena still locked behind a paywall. So, at least she's on Crazy. Zero Hour. That's great Crazy. to see. We still only have one women's proper match on All Out. I think that's a miss, but I'm happy that we still have that they did some good things on collision with Outcast. Mhm. Uh just Outcast they cracked me up. Yes. Like they uh, they they're, they're pretty good. But it is it is sad, but I'll tell you what though. I kind of felt like on Saturday when I read that after I got my jokes off, I kind of felt like a sigh of relief. Like all right, we can breathe now. Like it's over. Because it felt so Burden. It felt like way down on dynamite when we were in the crowd on Wednesday. Which oof that that was the least attended AEW show I've ever been to. Now arena holds about eleven thousand max for wrestling. There was probably about four thousand people in attendance. Typically, they're gonna get you know eight nine thousand to an AEW show, and the crowd just wasn't lively at all. And I think a lot of it was punk for sure. So last night was a little bit better for collision. It, they still probably only had, you know, 5500 people in attendance in United Center. That's a that's a pretty sizable miss. They they should have 10,000 at all out tonight. So that that would be fun, but last night was kind of like, okay. Wednesday felt like a grieving, like we were we were at like a wake or a funeral. And then last night was kind of like some anger in the crowd, but okay, it's time to kind of move on. Mm. Tonight should be interesting to see what exactly the crowd reacts to the, the Bucks. Uh, on on TV, it sounded like more boos than cheers from where we were sitting. It was more They cheer. got a nice reaction. Yeah. They got a nice reaction when, when they came out to make the save for FTR at the end of the, the main event. WB was also told last week that the soft split is ended. That's probably what I'm more worried about.
0: Exactly, because that's so a question of CM is punk? Collision going to be the yeah. same now that you're saying that the split is that's done. That's
1: probably what I'm worried about. This cannot turn into Rampage Part 2. Mm-hmm. I do not want to see storyline start on Wednesday and then it converts over to Saturday. Like, the, that, the, the same week. Nope. Uh, I I really liked how Starks was able to shine. I liked how Christian was able to get a lot more time. You know, Punk. It, 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 collision has done a, some really... J. White Bullet Club Gold.
2: Bullet Club Gold. Our house got some shine. You're something with them. So,
1: still, let's try to keep it separate. House of Black, you you
2: saw them every week pretty much on that show?
1: Now, I do think there is a world where this can still work without being a soft split. Think about all the talent they have. And if it's at the disposal for every show, then you say, man, like, okay, this could work. But I just don't want to see. Storylines continue, and people still not be put on television.
2: But you know, here's the thing, guys. Like you, you talk about that Dynamite show, right? It was least attended. Man, they're asking a lot of out of you guys' market. Yep. Right. You got. uh, We got three shows. Mm -hmm. Right. Three shows. And look, the economy the way it is right now, it's things cost a lot of money, right now. Right. So now you got you're in the same market for three major shows. That's asking a lot.
1: We had collision right. here in July. Punks yep. uh return. We had dynamite that Wednesday before. Yeah. Yeah. That. So to your point, it's a lot. It it, it it's it it's it's fatiguing. It's and fatiguing, you, and especially you,
0: And you think about the people that was there last night and Wednesday night, at least half of them probably bought all in. So that's still another fifty dollars that you're talking about that you're dishing out. It's a lot of money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and the fatigue factor is is real too, right? Because we just had uh, an eight hour event with All In, right? Then we had Dynamite, then we had Rampage, and then we had Collision. Now we have another uh, another pay per view we have to focus on. I mean, there's a lot of they're asking for a lot of mental and financial investment into that company right now, right? And with the All In show, they're asking they're they're asking us to open our wallet again. Right? Spend another fifty dollars. Oh, and by the way, um, you know, ninety percent of the matches, I'm gonna tell you what they are, you know, a day or two before the show. Like, that's a lot.
1: And it would be okay if they were dream matches, quote unquote. Right? Which is why Forbidden Door works. But we'll see what the buy rate is. The buy rate's gonna be low. I do think they added some things this week that is that's gonna help the buy rate. Mm-hmm. The show's gonna be great. The show yeah. is going to be great.
2: The but you know what I'm sad about. Decent you know what I'm saying about average, like that? Shane Taylor, man. I love Shane Taylor, man. More props to man. I think he needs to be on TV more. I think he's a legit. I think he's he reminds me like I think he's a he has a great matchup with Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe, man, his promos are so real, man. I love his promos. Mm-hmm. I know we're gonna get mm-hmm. to collision at some point. I love his promos. He just comes across like a legit badass. He looks like a legit badass. Shane Taylor, and I hate when when they when people do this to us, right? But Taylor is like the black version of Samoa Joe, like because he's a big guy who speaks very believable promos, has a very aggressive style, can go right. He is like a traditional wrestler, quote unquote, right? He just but you know it seems like his he was just kind of thrown out there. Now, if you watch ROH and you're spending ten bucks a month or whatever it is to watch ROH, maybe you're kind of invested in that you. But for the vast majority of us, I don't think the big audience of AEW knows who this man is. For that to be a buying point for the show,
1: that's a match that because we're going to be in attendance, I'm really excited for. Yes, if we weren't going to, and I know Shane Taylor, and mm-hmm. but if, that's a match that if I'm on the fence on buying the pay per view, that ain't going to move the needle for me. But that's how I feel about a lot of these matches. The Eight Man Tag mm-hmm. with Bullet Club Gold, FTR mm-hmm. and Bucks. The match is going to be fantastic.
2: Well, but that's a that th- has high profile guys in it, at least.
1: It does, but that's still not a match where I would say I got to buy the pay per view for it. When we when that bell rings and the match is over, we're gonna be like, damn, they did it. That was that was.
0: <laughs> well, no, but no, 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 be... no. I probably would if you're talking about FTR and Young Bucks teaming up. I probably would buy that pay per view. It's yeah. not coming off of, of
1: all in for me. Not coming right off yeah. of all no, I'm in. I'm
0: not saying for me, not for me particularly, but I could see me being somebody who said, oh my God, Young Bucks and FTR teaming up. You know, like last, um, last, what was it Dynamite? They tried to shake his hand and, and they left off. And then last night, um, Young Bucks tried to shake FTR's hand and FTR left out. Like, I, that would get me to buy it. Maybe not. I really, agree with but you, Rhodesia. Somebody yeah. would. I
2: think that's what they're going for too. It's the mm-hmm. dream match, quote unquote, them mm-hmm. teaming together. You know, I think that's what they're going for. Um, but damn, what if they kind of built towards this? Like, right? Like what if we had like it was a build, a proper build to this this team, right? Versus something they kind of threw together the day before the show, right? Hours before the show, I guess, in some instance. Yep.
1: Yep. And we'll talk our Wednesday pod to be a lot of all out review. I don't want to talk too much of all out now because a lot of times about you guys watch listening, show's already over. Uh let's Last thing on punk, and then we can move on, of course. Oh, we didn't answer your back. question. Yeah, I, I, I asked ask ask the question. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah, your question?
0: question? Do you
1: see CM Punk back in WWE?
0: I'ma just stick to it and say no. I do want to say one thing because I give him so much um so much heat. I think when Punk left WWE in the way that he did and how he left. I think when he, however he rectified that whole situation in his mind, he said to himself, I will never, ever let a company do this to me again. So that's probably where I felt like maybe he had a chip on his shoulder going into AEW. It was something that he heard a lot of buzz about. He heard Tony was a good guy, so he wanted to go over there. And then anytime something came up that he didn't like, he's like, nope, I'm going to nip that shit in the bud right now. I'm not going to go through what I went through before. So it kind of calloused him. So I do want to give him um, not props, but I want to give him let him let him know or kind of I understand maybe why he was a little more hardened, maybe why he probably is a little more petty, why he's a little bit more. No, I'm going to get exactly what I want, because I pretty much was in hell, hell and misery at WWE. I would never let that happen again. But to answer your question. No, I do not want to see him in WWE. I didn't want to see him back in AEW. Let him find something else that he wants to do. If he wants to create his own company, his own show, do something with his wife in wrestling, go for. It. But no, he can't work for somebody else. He has to be his own the 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 boss himself.
2: Oh, you had some. You, you I thought you were gonna say something.
1: Yeah, no, I, I do. But
2: go ahead, and get it off. Go ahead, go ahead, get it off.
1: Um, he well, he knows he can't pull this in WWE. This wouldn't mm-hmm. even be a thing. None of this would be a thing. <laughs> that ain't that ain't happening there. And he knows that.
0: He knows mm-hmm. that. He, so then he shouldn't go. Then he shouldn't go.
1: No, but I think if you look at it from his perspective, he could be so frustrated with the immaturity of the company. To say to your to your boss, I hate this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm going to go and work a match afterwards in a great match.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you you, the disdain you must have and Mm -hmm. we don't have to belabor the point we talked about it though even last night when the bucks did come made the save matt jackson did like a run around the ring and you could perceive that as oh that's like a victory lap because punk's gone he did it in chicago there was just so much you know bubbling under the surface here that you could look at that as punk and be like i hate this place man like they're immature. They don't know how to think, do business. I
0: didn't, I didn't see that. Hey,
2: like that. hey, well, you saw your boy Cash with the Wakanda, right? You saw your yeah. boy your Cash yeah, with the he Wakanda. As sure soon as soon as they walked
1: out, Willer was like, "Yeah, I'm going to hit that for you." Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> do you say he left too? Right? You said he left right afterwards. Second, you said Cash left right afterwards. You saw him in getting in the car after no, the show. So, oh, that no, was
1: so, the show. So, yeah,
0: that was the beginning
1: of oh. the show. That was the beginning. We we got to the we got to the building super late. We got to the building like six forty, right, and bill time, of course, for collision was at seven uh central time and Matt is like that's, that's cash, cash. <laughs> and I'm pulling into like the parking lot. I was like, whatever, dude. He's like, no, and he always thinks somebody looks like somebody. Like that's like his thing. <laughs> Anybody he's ever seen, he's like, yes, Oh, Matt's doesn't he look, look like yep. Drake? <laughs> oh, doesn't he look like whoever. So he said, I was like, Yeah, Matt I'm like, sure Matt, the show starts in 20 minutes, but Cash Wooler is over. He's like, No, I'm serious. <laughs> so we get out the car, we park, we walk. And I it was hell, I don't know I don't know if it was an Uber or what but he gets in the back seat of this car and they're driving i'm like well i know he's not booked to work tonight he didn't have any bags with him but it was 100% him so i don't know where he yeah. went before the show but he showed
2: up oh he, went to, up. he, he went, went to go load it up he went to go load up i was like
1: oh i, I was had to like, to check oh. real quick like oh back. we f-
2: oh y'all fire pump okay <laughs> bet. i'll, I'll be back right back
1: <laughs> 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 that's crazy um, but no, I, I think we didn't uh, just snitch on him. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh I want Phone calls will, no smoke be, phone calls will, no will smoke. be
1: made. Phone calls will be made from WWE or from CM Punk to WWE, and we'll see how that plays out. But I do know for a fact there are people in WWE that does not want him there. High profile talent that do not want him there. That's a shoot. Hmm. So Triple H always talks about what's best for business. Is it best for business to keep him away from WWE or is it best for business to have him come into WWE? But there will be conversations for sure on that front, but I can guarantee we won't have to worry about any of this type of stuff happening. If he went to WWE last thing on punk, and then we can move on, uh, Wade Keller had a PW torch update. And this is really interesting. says here, there's more about the CM Punk situation that has not gotten out yet and could come up at some point. Keller talked about the incident between punk and con that Tony only told people about. He said, my understanding is that there was something behind a closed door also that may come out or may not, depending on how all this plays out. When Punk quit and chewed out Tony, there was an element of that that was not in front of dozens of people that others have said they're trying to get confirmation on, but I'm confident, and based on my sourcing, which I won't get into, I think there's other elements other than it was just monitors. The closed-door incident is separate from what happened in front of witnesses, as was, as was described on the internet. So, if you let Wade tell it, there was another piece to this, and maybe that is where Tony Khan states that he felt like his life was in danger.
0: See, and when but he said still, life is just just in danger, nuts. I thought he meant, like, death threats of, like, fans. I didn't know he meant, like, literally. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, he was talking about backstage. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
2: You know what? I think there might be some HR terms to that, because I, I, to be honest with you, I was involved in a situation to where uh, there was somebody who left a job, right? And they had sourced that, hey, I feel that they say my life was in danger. said something about my personal security is, is risks or something of that nature. And we're like, what the hell? Like, anybody gonna about to go beat your ass? Nothing like that. What's going on, right? Mm-hmm. But that's that one phrase allowed that team member to leave and not be held accountable. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's like it's was it's one of those terms to where if you say this, my life is in danger or my life you you have it, it it gives you liability or it doesn't give you liability to make a certain action. So. At the end of the day, who knows? But I'll say to answer the question about if Punk can go to WWE. I 100 percent agree with you, Matt. Uh, this stuff wouldn't happen in WWE because um, they have a strong leadership and support staff there that wouldn't allow him to get that way, right? Cause we? They they have a plenty of people who don't get along there, right? There's a uh, Charlotte and Becky got into an incident, right? That was the the probably the biggest beef that we knew of in in the recent memory, right? Um, but you think Charlotte, about Punk,
1: we saw that Ann?
2: live on Raw. Oh, yeah, real live. Yeah, yeah, we saw that live. And they worked it, like another match this <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, then then, the next week. Right. And curtain, it the, was kind of
1: like, all right. It was
2: put to bed. Right. So, um, but I, I do remember, you know, Punk saying that, you know, WWE took his joy of wrestling from him. Right. And whereas wrestling for WWE was more of a job. And prior to that, it was fun. Right. So that has to be in his, back of his mind as well that this company took so much of the joy away from a career that he loved. Right, and he thought he was going to regain that in AEW, and he did, and and he, he did, did for a short time, right, until it hit the fan. Um, and I think Rhodesia is one hundred percent correct that you know he felt that hey, in this moment, I took these things from WWE. I was putting in situations that I didn't want to be in. Never again am I going to have to let somebody put my back against the wall, and that hardened him to the situation. But at the end of the day, he should be more professional and more mature to be able to navigate through those waters. Period. And I think if he were to go to WWE, he would have the leadership and structure in place that would that would let him um, for, splash out like that, right? And if he did, it'd be consequences, and he well, would know that, that firmly before he's he signed with the company.
1: And there you go, and you know why he knows it because you ain't top dog here, right? You're one of the top dogs. Yep. Roman Reigns the top dog.
2: This is Roman's place. This is Roman's house. Cody
1: Rhodes. This is Cody Rhodes' dog. new house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't get you ain't getting on no press conference after Royal Rumble with with uh Triple H sitting mm-hmm. there doing
0: anything like No, did Taker her, would take him out. Not Taker, I'm sorry. You know Triple what I'm H would so, take him out. Yeah. That,
1: that, that's not good. He knows it. Once again.
2: He's and smart Triple guy. H is is totally and this is no slight to Tony Khan, right? Um, but if CM Punk was sitting to Triple H and he was trying to have <laughs> that same kind of conversation during that scrum. Triple H would not let that, sh- that fly. No, that would happen. not happen. It wouldn't happen.
1: But to be fair, Triple H has been around the business 30 plus years. Tony Khan is only now going on his fourth year or fifth year right. as he'll learn from this, you know, yeah. and hopefully nothing like this ever happens again. Hopefully for us outside of Wednesday, because we know if, let the internet tell it. We're going to be able to dissect Punk's speech or statement, and we can have that conversation on Wednesday's pod. Hopefully for us, unless we're talking about after that. Oh man, Punk is signed to WWE. The Punk conversation like this is gone. This is not. Hey, I
2: wouldn't anymore. mind it though, Matt. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him back in WWE. No, because right? I kind of because I, I kind of feel like he, like all right. So he had his last match was at with with Samoa Joe, which. Like, I didn't know anything, anything anything was going on after watching mm-hmm. that match, mm-hmm. right? So he had a great match. He won the match. But as a fan, like, he can't go out like that, right? I need him to go out in a positive manner. Even if he has, like, a short-term contract with WWE, like, maybe it's a six-month contract, maybe it's a year contract. Like, they have some parameters. He gets to work with certain talent, etc. cetera. And then he leaves the the business in a positive note, and maybe he has such a great experience that he stays around long enough, right? Because at the end of the day, Hogan left the company under extremely bad terms, came back, Warrior came back a thousand times, don't like right, Sable. Don't forget about, don't forget about. Brett. Oh, Brett's the biggest one, right? Sable. Like I mean, Sable, go on. Brett, it's Goldberg. all those guys, these guys, these guys all come, Goldberg, he, these guys always, because the only person who didn't come back, you know, Guy was so is was Macho Man Randy Savage. And we yep. we never find out what, we never knew what the real beef was between Vince and he, right? So do I y'all think it know. was
1: because he slept with
0: Stephanie? I think we know what it was from. the, the smoke is fire.
1: What it is or no? I'm
0: going to say yes. And There's a big age gap I mean, between the two of them.
2: I mean, um, that man will be in jail though, because she was a minor at that time.
0: I'm guessing
1: not, because that never came up. I uh, don't know how the math would work. That was a
2: rumor, but right? But she was, she was, uh, she, she had to been a minor back then. In '93, yeah, yeah. whatever
1: that was, a minor. Under minor the age she
2: had to been 16? like 15. Yeah, she had to at least been like maybe 16, maybe
0: 16, maybe 16. Consent age.
2: Depends on the state, though.
0: Hmm. Yeah, sure. Interesting.
1: Yeah, but that, that was that was the big rumor. That was like that's why he would he never came back. All right, let's move on. Let's have some fun with the uh, payback. He, uh, so we talked about the show, and I, I I jokingly called it in your house <laughs> because it was one of those shows <laughs> that I felt like just from a car perspective, it was a missable show. We said, hey, we knew that the work would be good. It's, a, it's a WWE. Ple the work is going to be good in the ring. Uh, did the show for you earn the name payback, or are we still calling it in your house?
2: I got to be honest with you guys. I was really surprised. Um, I really enjoyed the show.
1: Oh, okay. So you said I got to be honest with you. So did it means you've lied for the last forty minutes on the pod, or <laughs>
2: it's been, it's been a line? couple. Of, it's, been, it's been a couple of caps. It's been a couple caps right, caps in okay, but a um, a couple of caps. But this was a really great show. I didn't think I would enjoy it. I thought it was a great show, starting with the Becky and Trish match. Guys, they put on a nice Man, little match. Get me.
1: Hold on second. Hold on second. You know what I got to do. You know what I got to do. I just got one question. Becky Lynch. Trish Stratus. Where the hell has this been for the last oh my five God. months?
2: Oh, my God. They saved oh, it off this match.
1: Boy did they kill?
2: And how super clean was seated, the match, bro?
1: Superseded expectations. I knew the match would be okay to good. Cause I'm like, I didn't, I didn't. This is the blow off. They, it has to be. I'm like, it just has to be, man. We are talking about a legit match of the year. Candidate. A legit match of the year. Candidate.
2: Oh my God. And that's the spot where that. Trish, where, where Trish was hanging. Off the top of the yeah.
1: Yeah. cage, <laughs> and, she and like and like
2: her head's, oh my god! Like you know, like man, like just the, the skill it took for her to hang there and not fall. Because you know if she something could have went awry, she would have fell right on her head.
1: Mm. And then you're talking, and then you transition that into the superplex. They did it. Oh man, they 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 did it. I I love the Zoe Starks interference, and it didn't cost Becky the match. And now, man, my girl Trish is by herself.
2: Hey, let me ask you, hold up, Matt. Was, was that the best superplex you've ever seen? Or was no. it up there? Was it the up there? Best, uh, no.
1: I've seen some incredible ones. Uh Orton has given some incredible ones. Sean has given some incredible ones. I mean, no, it's not one of the best ones, but it, it was it was very impressive. It was very impressive is I think you may be out on an island. You say you don't think it was match of the year. I do not think um, that it was
0: match of the year. I thought it was an incredible match. But you say match of the year you're a candidate, and the reason. Yeah. Okay, let me take that back. The reason why I don't think it is for me, just because the first few minutes did start off very slow, and. Looking back at the entire match, it probably was just her filling them out. It's probably Trish's way of telling the story. Hey, we're going to build up to it because once they took off, they took off. I give that match an A plus, but again, I'm not going to say match of the year because in the beginning few minutes of the match, I was like, uh oh, I was a little worried because a lot of Becky took a lot of beating. Trish didn't get any interactive with the with the, um, la- the ladder, the cage at all. So I was worried in the beginning that this was going to be just what I thought they were going to do. But then when it picked up, it definitely picked up. The homages they did to Victoria and Toledo, I thought was great storytelling. Um, So I thought it was a really great match, not match of the year candidate, just because I was worried in the very beginning.
2: Yeah, I don't know about match of...
0: I can't argue with somebody. I don't know about
2: match of a a year. I don't know about that, but it was a really good match though. It was probably one of the better women's matches that I've seen in some time. Um, Because I was invested and so full disclosure when he when this came on i'm like all right this is modding time for me I'm Like i'm putting it on you know when some pop off i'll take a couple of notes here and there this is modding time it's just kind of background noise but i literally stopped what i was doing at some point i'm not sure when i did i stopped what i was doing and i had my full intention on this match from start to finish and i was fully invested in it and i haven't been Felt that way in a for a women's match in quite some time, especially for these these gals, because I, I wanted more out of the show, um, out of their feud, I should say. Uh I just felt like you no know, Trish is a heel. I felt she was doing a great job. I'm a fan of Becky. I feel, I think Becky looks the best she's ever looked. I had a lot of high hopes for the feud. Um and as Matt and I talked about previously, like, look, we're looking forward to this thing being over. yeah So for me to get full of investment into this match was really something for me. Great, great match.
1: Best women's match by far since Charlotte and Rhea at WrestleMania night one. Uh, We know that. uh, Are we going to assume we're going Zoe Trish next? I was I was I called it. I was right on Becky and Tiffany. And I am Mm -hmm. so here for that. So here for that. Tiffany looks just like a star. And that's going to be really
0: good. That's going to escalate like her um, development and being. Yep, able to come up on the main roster and actually stay there and be and just develop more into her role. Being able to have Becky there with her, you're driving more viewers
1: to NXT. You're Mm -hmm. gonna make NXT even better with Becky being there. Mm -hmm. I think that that is a beautiful call because right now there's nothing really else for Becky to do on the main roster on Raw. Uh, So do do you think you guys think it's Zoe and Trish? It gotta be like immediately, or do we see Trish gone for a while and or what?
0: While I think is relative, but I don't even know the name of Zoe's move. I don't want to call it the go to sleep, but she made Trish, like, go to bed bad because like, that was nasty at the end of last night. Yeah, um, my girl
1: all laid out, and I'm just sitting here, like, my, man, man, is this who? last time we see Trish for a while. Like, she
0: con- I went, she from, was, she I went concussed, from being super I be
1: excited to, like, when seeing her lay there, like, I was like, hold on, what y'all trying to say?
0: Yeah, like, that that move was sick. Like, she... Zoe was like, I apologize afterwards, but you about to eat all of this. <laughs> like all it. of it. She that's the way you take it. it.
1: Everybody, everybody in the locker room, because <laughs> that move has not really been taken the best since Zoe's been on the main roster. That's how you take it.
0: I yeah, cause I'm like, wow. Like that's she I thought it was a whole different move because I'm like Zoe's saying like the best <laughs> for my Trish, Like um, but no you just gotta get her get back on that for sure for sure. Again relative as far as soon I Within by the end of October, yeah. So within a few weeks, I think so.
1: Oh, okay. What do you think is next for
2: Trish? E, you going Zoe? I'm not. I don't know if Zoe is over enough now for a few, to be in a few with Trish because I think that uh, I think it would be better. And my hope is more for Trish to kind of go away for a second and come back, right? And maybe get in a few with someone else. I think. I think. I think they need to kind of get away from the three of them. I'll let them kind of do their own thing. Get some momentum back. I'm not I'm not really that interested in seeing a a face Zoe. Same, right?
0: I'm
2: not yeah. i
1: yeah. I don't I don't want to see a face Zoe and actually I don't want to see them feud right now. To me it felt like her hitting her with her finish last night <laughs> was the period of that.
2: Yeah. Hopefully that's that's what I was
1: yeah. hoping.
0: She, said she ended Trish.
1: Yeah. I hope man, I hope not. Trish got a lot of that. hey thank you Trish. Thank
0: you, thank you Trish for everything thank you, thank, you, Trish. Trish. thank you
1: Trish Trish. Yeah you did that.
0: I was Bravo mad. Ladies. I was I was getting mad because I was like, she better not take another move off the top. But remember last night? I was like, Trish, don't do it. You did it once already. He's grabbing the don't pot.
2: Thank you. I'm like, Thank you, Trish. I'm like, <laughs> Thank you.
0: I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it again, Trish. Don't do it. You don't have to prove anything to us. You, you've shown that you can go. You can do a, a still cage match.
2: What's next? Hey, so w- let me, w- real quick. Let me, is this yes or no real quick? Was this the, the best... Was this the the best women's match of the year?
0: Again, what Matt said about Rhea and um, Charlotte, that was re- at Mania. That was pretty epic. Um, I don't know. It's if probably between argued, those two. If they argued it, I can argue with you.
1: Outside of... Uh la, 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 la. Bianca had a fantastic match earlier this year. I can't remember who it was against. Her and Eel was really fun at backlash.
2: Yeah, that was a good match. Um it's top two or three. It's top no, two. I think it, it might have been my top. But uh speaking of like top guys or top guy, Sean Cena's back. Right. We had him as the host of Payback.
1: Man, it was he ends funny up When being... he came out, I was like, dude, you're like 20 minutes too late, man. You should have started the show. Hey, <laughs> you started the doing? show as the host, yeah. right? And he's coming out talking, well, I'm the host. Like, man, look, we've already got a match in. Like, dude, we just.
0: <laughs> I didn't Where think that at? was weird. I didn't think that was weird. I'm like,
2: uh, you should introduce the show. Right. Like in a right. video package or something. But we didn't get to see him. But, but we he saw, is. of
1: course, why, because yeah, it, it yeah. led to him refereeing Miz. But when he came out, I was like, dude, uh-uh, this is late. I'll tell you what was funny, though, and it, like, legit popped me. I laughed pretty hard. When he told Miz, you still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, once again, I'm guessing, especially those two guys, they're not talking over word for word their promo in the back. It, yeah. It's like are going to go out there, we're going to set the match up. And for him just to, like, laugh and kind of say, like, you still got it. I thought that was really good. Before we get to, before we get to, before we get to LA Knight and Miz wrestling, let's rewind 48 hours ago to the promo battle of Miz and LA Knight on SmackDown. LA Knight, everybody knows I am a massive LA Knight fan. You're not, you are not Disguising anything with me, sir, with your line to Maurice about if you can't take care of her, she can call me. Whatever that line was, you are not using that line to show the real that Ms. gave it to you and handed you your ass again on the microphone.
0: But well, that was and all I you thought, could do. You could go you and, and could I work thought for that.
1: I thought it was even clearer on Friday that Ms. smoked him than it was the first time. And I thought Miz smoked him and there's, and there's nothing wrong with losing a promo battle to the Miz on the microphone. Miz is one of the best talkers we've ever seen in wrestling, but he got him again. And I was like, this is really, really interesting because the Miz is making him work, man. He is really, really making him work and he is pushing him. Uh, So I just wanted to bring that up. What did you guys think about their promo exchange on
0: SmackDown? You nailed it. Once you got to talk about somebody's mom or wife, it's, it's usually like you kind of concede a defeat at that point. Cause that's the only other thing I can say. That's the last thing I have in my back of Dricks. To say, okay, well, your wife can call me if she needs me.
2: But I think I said this from the gate. Like, I don't know if well, I haven't seen Ellie Knight on this level, right? But I don't know if he's a battle rapper. Right? Mm-hmm. Like like he like, you know, you got them good them them dudes who can make a nice song and you know what I'm saying, they can Come out a couple of hits, but then you got them battle rappers, and I don't think LA Knight is a battle rapper. Like Miz is, Miz been doing this for a long ass time, so of course he's gonna eat him up, and he's been doing this at the highest stage for at least what? Like Miz has been out here, is it ten years now? Way longer than that. that. Well, I mean, I mean, like in the like you know he when he won the, I I feel like that run he he had to the championship. The first time is when – that's when I count Miz as being like that okay. guy.
1: So then you're talking at least 13 years because yeah. that was Mania 28 with him 20? and Cena. With, what year was that? You know, Rock as the host. That was 28. So we're on 40 now this year. Yeah. So whatever year that was. Um. So he came in as a champ. So you're talking maybe even maybe a year before that. So to your point, I mean, he's been doing it a decade plus at you the highest, I mean. highest level. And um, you can see the gap. You can see, And there's nothing wrong with that. But it was so Mm -hmm. funny, me going on social media and watching everybody just gravitate to the Maurice line. I'm like, he may have y'all food. He ain't got me food because the Miz gave it to him. And then you see last night with Cena. And then after Cena told him, like, you still got it. It was another line that uh, Miz hit Cena with. I was like, damn, man. Like, Miz is really good on the (laughs) microphone. He's really, really good. He's great.
2: So what y'all think of the
0: I just want to talk about the end of the match. So if y'all want to talk about the middle of the match first, go for it.
2: <laughs> I thought the match was uh was better than I thought it would be. Because like again, you know, we, we talk about putting respect on him is his name. He doesn't have bad matches. Um, but I feel like most of the time for me his matches are just there. He has that certain style that's okay for me. Like right, mm-hmm. I don't it's you know, I don't want to say it's it's borderline skippable at times for me. And I feel like I feel like La Knight is wrestles that same type of style. They wrestle this very—I don't know what to call it. It's a very, very WWE style, slow pace.
1: You know, it's deliberate, is what it is. Yeah, I it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's deliberate. It's a deliberate, methodical style match. The match was a little bit longer than I thought it needed to be. Yeah um not that it drugged i thought the match was good i thought it was fine yeah yeah, it was was really solid it was was really solid it did what it needed to do um it was funny because there's a point in the match we're watching it and you guys may remember so they're outside the ring la knight hits miz with like a clothesline off the barricade and then he sticks his pose and he sticks it for like five seconds and little matt's like man, he must think this is like a TV match. That's a go-to-commercial spot. And I laughed for like three minutes because it looked just like a commercial, hey, he hits it, and we go to commercial for three minutes. And then right after that was when him and Cena went face-to-face. I was like, oh, shit, he's throwing away his entire face run because he thinks they're not on TV because he does think this is a TV match. He's so not used to wrestling on pay-per-view. He thought it was a TV match. And then when they come back from TV in his mind when he started to come back. I just hey, thought no. that was hilarious because cause he did. He stuck that pose for a very long time. Like, no, dude, lie. I don't know. no lie. No lie.
0: Because when I came back from the bathroom, you was like, oh, just so you know, we just came back from commercial break. <laughs> you know, you know, story.
1: <laughs> that was so funny, man. Uh, but we know. So L.A. Night wins. I did think the other part that was funny. Everything that was not supposed to be entertaining was. Entertaining don't take my. Don't match. steal
0: my thunder, Matt. Don't steal my thunder.
1: You we know Cena. Don't
0: steal my thunder. I we know Cena's you.
1: very loud when it comes to calling spots. And La Knight had to tell Miz a few times some spots. It was one time Miz was like, "Huh?" <laughs> it was it was the spot where uh, Miz shoots or La Knight shoots Miz into the corner, and then La Knight's supposed to go kind of over the top of him. It was a little go back and watch it; you'll see it. But he tried to call that spot twice. He said it one time. <laughs> Miss didn't hear it. He says it again. He shoots him in. Uh a little, little bit of a snafu there. But I died laughing at that too. I was like, this is hilarious and fantastic for all the wrong reasons.
0: <laughs> what um, would you have done if John Cena had called it for him? Like he said, said, he said, <laughs> we all know
1: Cena's the loudest talker in the history of wrestling. You can if you are in the building, you typically can hear the spot that Cena's called. <laughs> Cena is super loud.
0: And he has no care man in front of, of his man. face to cover it or anything. You just hear all, all of it.
1: <laughs> Body drop. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> Shout to Cena, man. And then the last thing, I don't know what it is, if you're gonna you say better, it. You better, yeah, do
0: not steal my okay, thunder. Go ahead.
1: Take it. Take it.
0: So I love if I could get it out. I loved how Cena damn near killed Miz at the end of the match. So I don't know if y'all paid attention because the camera work was a little bit. Cena pushed the shit out of Miz out the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so much so he had to hurry to get out the ring come and apologize to him because he wanted it to be LA Night spot so he can have the limelight. But when he pushed the shit out of him, and Little Matthew was or Little Matt was like, "Wait, what just happened? Like he tried to kill me?" <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. that was Man, that was so funny. So, yeah, the end of the match, uh, you know, this now it's time for LA Knight to hit the ropes and you get the big pop and you get the awesome camera shot. And typically, that's a camera shot of just the person in the ring. <laughs> Miz didn't get out of the ring, fast enough. Cena puts the shit out of Miz. <laughs> and, then, and then you see Cena go over to Miz afterwards. I'm sure he was like, my bad, man. But, like, this is, this is LA Knight's, like, shine. This is his time. Like, I had to get you out the ring. But you would have thought, man, like... He, it was a Royal Rumble or something, the way he put it. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That was so funny. And then Cena, of course, like, you know, gives him the, the shout at the end in the, in the ramp where they go face to face and they shake hands and tells him it's his moment. I thought that was really cool. But Hey, this mm-hmm. is your moment. And then Cena walks out. But, man, Cena is just so over the top. Even the way Cena, like, grabs his hand and then points to him. It's like Cena chill, dude. <laughs> Cena is the absolute goat of, like... Just putting everything over the top. And I guess maybe that's why he's where he's at now. But I could have stopped watching after this match. I (laughs) would have been entertained.
0: I could have went to bed. Like for real though, like, like hey. for real. For a when, when at the end, or right when um, LA Knight goes into the corner to do his thing after he wins. That's when the camera went back to the ring, and you see Miz laying on the ground. That was after the fact he got put down.
1: <laughs> Cena was like, "Oh shit, let me go check him."
0: <laughs> now, if you go back and watch it, you're gonna have a newfound laughter about that whole moment. Because oh my
1: god, man!
2: <laughs> hey, do you guys think this uh, is over?
1: What he beat sorry. him clean, I, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you need to go back to it, and that's what I was looking at thinking about too. He beat him clean with his finish, it's time to move on
2: because there's a lot of uh back and forth with Cena, Miz, and Knight that they can kind of go back to, right? Okay, so
1: let me let me ask you this then why do you think what was the point of that? They went face to face twice, Cena and LA Knight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why, why would you do that when he's arguably your hottest wrestler? Well, not arguably, he is your hottest wrestler not maybe the most popular, but he's your hottest wrestler right now, why have him go face-to-face with the legend Cena, who's a face right now, here only back for a few weeks? What's the point?
2: You know, it may not be a Cena versus LA Knight feud they might be going for it. they might be looking for a team-up. Right? Okay,
1: which, I mean, anything that can help, and I'm sure Cena's probably like, who can I help elevate while I'm here?
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Because like the, it's, face to, the face to face is what tripping me out. I'm like, yeah, face be to face. Now who is uh, he that? Would kind of fans like that would
2: hinder him a little bit, yeah. right? But maybe maybe we get Cena and Knight together versus Miz and somebody else. Maybe it's Waller, right? Maybe, you know, I like that. Yeah. Maybe Theory comes back because Theory still has a, a major beef. He killed his career. He didn't even. import Theory, wasn't that the next match? What's yeah, the next
0: match? That's the next match.
2: I led you right to it, baby.
0: Man, I'm sure right to was it was like,
1: dude, you could put LA Knight over like that. You couldn't put, you couldn't put me <laughs> over I mean, any time down. <sighs> well, that, this match I didn't care much about. What y'all think about saying, uh, Ray and LA? Yeah, like Ray won. I checked
2: out. I checked out on this one. What you um, get? Did you have anything in Rhodesia?
0: The only thing I have was which was noticeable. Austin did wrestle with a little bit more intensity to the point where I felt like I was watching a little bit in fast forward, like a 1.2 fast forward. There was some times it was just a little bit more tighter, more like his suplexes, more like a snap suplex um, to Ray. So I thought he wrestled faster and with more intensity, which I liked. But overall, again, I really didn't care either. But I thought it was I thought it was a good match, actually. Um, But he just moved faster. And that's something that I found interesting. I don't know what what that means if maybe he thought he had to go faster with somebody like Ray, or if he's trying to prove that I can go it, it, something to himself. I don't know, but I did notice that.
1: I don't have anything for this match. Mm-hmm. It was what it was just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's next for theory. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of different things they can do with Ray. When LA, when the LWO came out with Ray, I was like, okay, well, they're not turning tonight. Cause then that just wouldn't make sense. But what's next for Three? Uh, he is so miscast, man. They uh, they showed a, a he well he actually put it up on Twitter, which maybe he's about to turn face. But he actually put up a video yesterday, a couple of hours before payback, of him meeting some kids. Like I said, a meet and greet, and like dude, seems like the nicest guy in the world. A sweetheart, know, playing with the kids and doing the eight town down. I was like, that's the guy that evidently you are because of. That is not translating to a star on television right now. And you look at him it's like, dude, this guy has everything. He's got the total package. He's got the looks. He's got the physicality. He just he doesn't come across as who he's supposed to be on TV, as being that person. So maybe a face turn comes. It was a, a, a interesting camera shot of him after the match, of like disappointment. So maybe m- maybe we see him turn. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, from from match it, it was cool. It was what it was. We can move on if y'all don't have anything else.
2: Hey, I wouldn't mind seeing him team up with uh, maybe Waller. They can have a, they have similar characters. They had an R.A. chemistry uh, last week. Yeah,
1: on Friday, Friday night. Yeah, I tweeted. I was like, "Look, <laughs> is uh, Grayson Waller and the guy that, or no? I was like, it's Austin Theory and the guy that does Austin Theory better than Austin Theory. And that's and that's what I think about. That's what I think about yep. Grayson Waller, man. I think he's a better Austin Theory in every in every way."
0: Yeah. Uh, Before we leave Austin Theory, I think like back when I I first met him or was introduced to Austin Theory, it was an Evolve and he was a bad guy. And I remember how great of a bad guy he was. I just think it's time for him to take that next step in his career development. And I actually would be all there for a face Austin Theory. I think, like you said, he has he looks great. He has everything that if you had to make them in the shop, boom. This could be your face of the company. Maybe not the number one face, but I can absolutely see him being a big face within the company, and 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 I'll be there all for it too.
1: He was uh he was with Priscilla Kelly, and they were money together. Yeah, and evolve. Yeah.
0: And I think maybe that's probably why he Cena probably when he told him at Mania, you know you not a heel. That's probably what he whispered to him. So that's probably just if we fast forward now. we don't believe. Yeah, you need to be a face. <laughs> you know you a face. Stop acting this like this heel, you a face. And and it takes so much more to be a good face than it is to be a bad guy. We know that. It's easy to say, oh, forget you, crowd, and get a reaction versus actually coming another way with it it's incredible and it's hard to make a, a good face we we all know that i don't need to bore y'all with that but if we can get austin theory to be a baby face i will be there for it
2: mm, i had to see it guys i'm not necessarily um here for that but you know what i was here for was that uh street fight
0: oh the steel my.
2: city street fight <laughs> for the wwe champions tattoo <laughs> championships What a Whoa. match that was, guys. My goodness. What a match. <laughs> Tell me, man. What? Give, me, give me give me, your impressions Whoa. on this match.
1: Man, so if you guys remember, <laughs> I said, I really ain't looking forward to this match. I know the match is going to be great. But I really don't care just because blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. They made me care. Yeah. And the match also exceeded expectations. And I knew it would be good. That was that was the most hardcore match we've seen from WWE in years. Yeah. And take out Dom with his shoot elbow to KO Dude. and spliced him right open. KO looked like he was in a uh, scary
0: movie from that that cut open.
1: Yep. Yeah, it, it was it was a clean elbow. Of course, by mistake. But that just shows like with those elbow strikes how easy it is to split somebody open. Because and KO knew it immediately. As soon as he did, he touched himself to look and crimson mask, as Jr. used to say, on mm-hmm. KO. Um, surprised by the finish, I was only be I was surprised only because I thought the KO Sammy tag team run with the titles was very underwhelming. That's why, and I'm like, okay, they need like a staple win before they drop the titles, and that didn't happen. Judgment Day. We talk about it a lot, man, but imagine where these guys were a year ago, a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, and mm-hmm. now they are walking out of a pay-per-view. Everybody has a title. You got to love that. You have to love that. And they all deserve it, too. They they all absolutely deserve it. But, man, that match, I could see somebody saying that that was their match of the year.
0: Yeah.
1: Not, not mine's, because uh, I still think – yeah, I, I I still think maybe the steel cage match was better than that. I would have to go back and watch, maybe. Hmm. And it's, you know, like, I don't know, but they did that. Those two were the matches of the card, hmm. for sure. T-
0: two words from our recap of that match. Beautiful chaos. Mm-hmm. You know what you get with a, like, uh, what was it called, the steel city... Sh- Street fight, whatever it's called. You know, when those mm-hmm. type of gimmick matches, what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of chaos. You're going to get a lot of spots, a lot of interference. Everything was produced so well. They even had a costume change. <laughs> so, somebody like me, I love that. I'm like, hold on. You over here bleeding out for life. And you had enough time to uh, switch into hockey gear, but just overall, beautiful chaos. And this is when it's done right. Bravo to all of them. And the, the spear, Rhea did. <laughs> Love
1: it. Man, how good did she look last night? Her old, she China. She did China well.
2: But
1: Phenomenal.
2: she is. Man. Yeah, as I started off, great tag team match. And, of course, I love the ending, right? Because I, I didn't want to see those guys break up. Now they got all the gold. We talked about them having all the gold before. Like, yo, this, this, these guys, they need to have all the gold to be as dominant of a fashion as they seem to be, right? Because they're all over the place. Great match, um, man, and they had so. I felt like it, uh, it, it was a great ending because I felt like man, they had so many run ins, mm-hmm. and they were overcoming the run ins one after another, one after another. Like oh, they, like this, Sammy's gonna do this, Sammy's gonna gonna win this, and Finn's gonna lose again, right? It's about to be over for, the, for these guys, man. Take the L out of out of love, it's over, baby, and here comes Dirty Dom. Out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, right? Because I didn't even see him coming. Boom, with the Money in the, uh, money in the Bank Ooh. briefcase, right? The first time that damn thing won. I mean, uh, won the match for him. Cracked him yeah. over the head, pinned him, one, two, three, out of there.
1: Man. I, I don't know who produced that match. <clears throat> I forgot who produced the women's match. Um. So kudos to them. Mm-hmm. But whoever came up with that finish, bravo, to your point. That it was such a smart, logical finish, uh, and then I love Finn's re- reaction when he comes to and he's just like, "What happened? We, we won!" won? <laughs> like it was, it was great. <laughs> we won. It was awesome. Man. Man. <laughs> um, def- definitely worth. If we weren't paying, you know, five dollars for Peacock or ten, whatever it is, if that was a pay per view, regular fifty dollar, I would say, hey, order the replay for. That match that that's a match worthy of a even though you know who won you got to go back and see
0: exactly the entire match and he how like they did to it. The they laid, did oh, it oh, I think it
1: may have been Michael part. Hayes. Okay, actually, I think it was Michael Hayes who who laid mm. who laid out that match. Did incredible.
2: Okay, if you think about it, up until this point, we had a great opener, mm-hmm. right? I enjoyed the interaction with Cena mm-hmm. and Miz, you know, and mm-hmm. you know we 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 didn't talk about it briefly, but you know, Cena asking uh you know, miss for uh, you know, hosting tips. Yeah, right. I'll, I, I'll I enjoyed yummy. that. Mm-hmm. The match was 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 fine. It was cool. I could skip the Rey Mysterio match, right? But then we get this awesome tag team match. The match itself was great, right? And then for me as a fan, it was a very satisfying ending. Like up until this point, I mean, I'm like, this is a great pay-per-view.
1: So right? um before we move on, what's next for KO and Sammy and then what's next for Judgment Day?
0: K.O. and Sammy can go bye-bye for a little bit. Um, I don't know. Uh,
1: Y'all want everybody to leave. Y'all want Trish to leave. Y'all no, want
0: K.O. like... The, not, well, not, yeah. no, I did, no, I did say anyone five want hours Plus no, I said I want Trish to fight. K-O. And I said I want Trish to go after no, He
1: No, he wants Trish to go home.
2: Yeah, um, I to, just for a little bit. Come back.
0: Sammy, K.O., they can um, go away for a month.
1: I don't want a rematch. I'll tell you that.
0: I do not want a rematch. I mean, They it, have again, all that was an exclamation the, the point probable cause was for there. one. Yeah, but because still. they
1: lost because outside interference. But I don't want to see no. them again. No, right now.
0: That was a beautiful um, writing to the end of the story for them. Let that be. That was exclamation. J D. Uh, with with judgment day? gotta That's be awesome
1: early. Is it maybe, maybe Monday?
0: Yeah, gotta be. Right, has to.
1: He, well, he showed his allegiance.
0: Not yet. Yeah, he, he, he took.
1: He, that, he took that table spot.
2: So <laughs> terrible. Not yet. Not yet. Not not yet. Not yet. He doesn't have a character yet. We don't know yeah. who he is and what he's about yet. When he, when we start seeing seeds of who, what kind of character he's going to be, and we can, because it has to lead to him joining the group or further fractioning, you know, Finn away from the group to do something else. Mm-hmm. With him, I'm thinking, um, it'll be interesting. But I, I don't think we know who JD is just yet. Um, but for Ko and Sammy. I wouldn't mind just seeing them go away for maybe like a month and come back and regroup. You know? Like okay. maybe, maybe the maybe, you know, the we were invested in the chase for the championships. And then once they got the championships, it was kinda of, and this happens to a lot of baby faces in general. Sure does. Like, right? It's like, hey, we're invested in the chase. And then once they accomplish the goal, it things kinda of cool off. Um, so maybe we can get reinvested into the chase, and then if they get the championship again. Maybe we'll be more event, uh, invested in the in the championship title matches because I thought we might be getting some kind of a street profits in KO Sammy type of deal. And that's something we had to talk about on another show too because it ain't working for me just yet.
0: Hey, team, man.
2: Team guys yet. Hey. But that's a long man. conversation, right? That's a long yeah. conversation. Put that, put that, I think we're 90 down minutes
0: down in right, in right now. now.
1: Put that down yeah. on Wednesday. Because, hey, man...
2: We got to talk about it.
1: Hey, man. Like, and I thought, sitting there Friday, I was like, maybe I'm being overly harsh on Montez. But, hey, man...
0: He looked great, Mm-mm. though.
1: He looked great. looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Figure out who you are and please stick to it. You... What are you? Are you a face? Are you a heel? Are you a tweener? You can't come out here looking like a million bucks and being menacing and Bobby... Hyping you up, and then now you're back to joking and like over the top. Like, hey, but he
2: went on. Hey, 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 Dawkins was right there with him, man. But hey, yeah. we, let's 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 put it side Cause we right. we'll talk about it. We we'll we're big fans of those we'll guys, right?
1: But you did mention he, uh, hey, you know he got the KO and Sammy got the title, and then it was like, all right, well, hey, the chase a lot of times is better than when you become a champ. Mm. Cody was up next on the Grayson Waller effect. And I think they did him perfectly by not giving him the title. But it's just me, Oos. Day oh. one is. It's just me, Oos.
0: <laughs> let's go, Jay. Let's go, man. event. Make
1: some, let, let's try to make some sense out of this. I, I love the segment. But uh, there could be some plot holes. We don't have to go too deep. Because what I want to get deep into is the Jimmy SmackDown. But before we get to the Jimmy on SmackDown, let's talk about Jay, Cody. What do you guys think about Cody cashing in his political chips and bringing Jay Uso back to the Raw brand?
0: Surprised. Because I thought that Jay was a quick quit, but I guess he just quit SmackDown. So there you
1: go. Well, he also quit WWE, but
0: I thought it was—I thought he quit everything. But then, whatever. It's just
1: me, oops. <laughs> Day one is—it's just me, oops. But
2: here's here's the thing, though. You know, um, you know, when you got a contract, you can't just quit. So he he could say, "Hey, I'm I'm quitting SmackDown. I'm quitting WWE," but they ain't got to give it to him. So I mean, that kind of makes sense. But I thought the segment overall worked out worked really well. Um, you know. Cody came out there and acknowledged the comment tropes of these type of shows, like right, like you expect me to go down the comment trope of what these shows are and what we're gonna do, right? And while like, hey, no, 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 I don't want none of that. <laughs> like yeah. he's like, I don't want none of that. I ain't here to fight, right? And then, nice, you know, Cody brings out Jay, right? And you know what I did like is that you know it wasn't like this big old hug, you know, and smile between Cody and Jay, right? Yeah, Cody. Cody, kind of like, yo, man, you, you know, you put me through it, you know, kinda, you, yeah, cost it, me, it, it, you cost me, you me my win, was, right? It was yeah. the
1: perfect acknowledgement of the head nod, uh-huh. the eye contact of, yeah,
2: yeah
1: okay, we good. Because even Cody was like, hey, mm-hmm. this may backfire. This may be a dumb decision, but this, this is what I decided to do. I guess now they are going to try to hold this off until Mania. Jimmy and Jay, okay, because sales, right? now they're they're keeping them apart. If you're going to put Jay on Raw by himself, and Jay's got a major opportunity to prove his worth as a single star.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That was the first thing I thought. That was the first thing I thought. Uh, And then the music, he had that place rocking.
0: He did. He had
1: that place rocking. I'm like, if he can keep that momentum up, that's a big shot in the arm for Raw. That's a big shot in the arm for them. It's going to be interesting to see now, though, like, This is the first time he's ever been away from
0: all of the the bloodline. bloodline.
1: Because even when he was hurt, Jimmy went on a singles run years ago, but that was Jimmy. I don't think Jay's ever had a singles run. So to be able to see him interact where there is no Roman, no Jimmy at all, no Heyman, he is completely by himself. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, So I'm down for it. I can see somebody saying, like, hey, this didn't make sense. Okay, I I get that, too. But I'm all for that. What I'm not all for, though, was Friday we saw on SmackDown. I got to get your guys' thoughts on, I thought Jimmy did fantastic with everything they gave him. But in every interaction he had on SmackDown, he was made to look like a chump. I hated that. And then, are we back at square one? With him Wanting back in or getting back into the bloodline?
0: I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one.
2: <laughs> I think well, it kind of makes sense for in, in one in one regard. All right, so Roman's going to be off TV for some time, but he's still going to be on SmackDown, right? Solo doesn't have the same Roman contract, so so they have to do something with Solo. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of natural that there would be some kind of interaction. With Jimmy and the rest of the old group. Right? It's it's they can't even see the good thing about getting Jay away from SmackDown is that it's kind of like what they kind of try to do with Ray. Like Ray, like, hey man, look, I'm I'm leaving raw. I'm going to SmackDown. I don't want no parts to dominate. Right? That's my family. We're not doing this. I'm gone. Right. That's kind of what they doing with Jay. Jay, like, yo, I don't want none of this family drama anymore. Y'all can have all this, right? Bring him to Raw different show he doesn't have to intermingle with those guys on a consistent basis right but jimmy has to he's on Roman's show like paul Heyman's going to be there solo's going to be there and it, it wouldn't make i feel like it would insult my intelligence if he didn't interact with them in some type of way
0: i do have a question though when that i believe that was smackdown when solo had said to jimmy you're not out of the bloodline till we say you're out of the bloodline Yay. I thought they already kicked him out the bloodline. Or was that Jay that they kicked out the bloodline?
1: So, he just said about um, <laughs> in- insulting intelligence. I think this storyline is starting to insult our intelligence. Because Jimmy was the one that fired the first shot at Roman with the superkick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing the one up now? It, I mean, it just it doesn't make logical sense. You were the reason why this started. Jay never wanted to break up the bloodline. You did this. Mm-hmm. And then Jay got down with you and said, If you out, I'm out too. Has the match. They beat Roman. Now he goes one on one with Roman. He loses because of Jimmy's interference. Jimmy cuts a promo and said, This ain't about the bloodline. This ain't about Roman. Roman, you can go to hell. This is about my brother. I ain't want him turning mm-hmm, into you.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Jay super kicks him, says, I'm out of WWE. Jimmy comes back, and now Jimmy wants to be back down with the bloodline because Solo says, you're not out the bloodline until we say you're out the bloodline. That doesn't make sense.
2: As much Wait, as this... Jimmy doesn't want to be part of him. He said, no, nah, I'm out.
1: He did until Friday on SmackDown. Wait, After, no, he
2: he, he said, no, nah, I'm good, and he walked away from Solo.
1: No, 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 no. So what happened was they had the face-off with uh, me and Jimmy, which Jimmy was fantastic with that. Um, then AJ comes to Mia's defense and says, Hey, we're gonna, you know, do this thing. And then Solo jumps uh mm-hmm. AJ. Yeah. And then he and then Solo tells Jimmy, You're not out the bloodline until we say you're out the bloodline. Jimmy then helps Solo beat AJ. He hugs uh Solo. Oh, Solo, you know what? I, I didn't Solo see the hugs end him. Of it. Yep, Solo hugs him. And then he's about to hit him with the thumb. He's about to thumb his own cousin. That's nasty. Heyman tells him, Nope, chill out, don't do that. <laughs> they walk away and Jimmy's throwing the one up in the ring as the show goes off the air. That's not, that's illogical. We put this storyline over more than any other storyline in the history of wrestling. We got to call BS when it's time to call BS. And it feels like they are running in circles now. If that's the answer to let's draw this out until WrestleMania to get to Jimmy and Jay, that's horrible. I that, that was rough. That mm-hmm. that was I was like, uh oh, this ain't mm This ain't it.
0: I said, to me, I was just I was just confused. So seeing main event J on Raw was a surprise, like a pleasant surprise. Uh what I remember from SmackDown with Jimmy, that was just like a little bit, hmm. Okay, unless you have some master plan behind this that my minuscule mind can't figure out quite yet, I don't get this.
2: You know what, man? Like best these. I, it's so many wrestling shows. I I swear to God, I thought I finished it rest of that damn show. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it's so much wrestling that's on TV. That's the thing about watching everything, man. You, yeah. I, I I can swear to God, I watched that. But um, now that you guys say that, like, I didn't see the last uh, the main event match. Um, I don't know, man. Look. <laughs> That's all you can say, it. really. I can't call it, man. No. The, this is this. But is, uh-uh. but you, you know what? Here's the thing. Like when I listen to Jimmy's new music, right, which is a remix of Day One. Jay's music just is Jay's oh, is another what, remix, right? I love,
1: I love Jimmy's uh, music though, Jimmy I love, but it Jimmy has it like
2: it, ha, it has a little bit of a of a Romans, yeah, yeah. a little yeah. element it, of it. It's like right? perfect, along with it, like it has like a little mix. Yeah. Yeah, I watch that, but like these, I, I like both songs actually. But it kind of makes me sad, man, because that's my favorite tag team we broke apart. And I'm like, damn, these guys. You know, he says, "Just me." I'm like, oh man, it's just it's me, Just me. Man. Just me man. One
1: me. is. I was thinking, you know, I, ever since SummerSlam, I thought we were getting Us uh, in every corner uh, at Survivor Series. Do they maybe switch that to Cody? And Jay versus Jimmy and Solo.
0: Hold on, let's see. Cody, Jay, Solo, Jimmy at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So that gives us two months, two full months to get there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because again, because you know, we're because we're landing on, we're staying with Cody going against Roman and Mania. Right? Is that kind right. of what we're what we're building into? So yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
2: It's it's very interesting, you know. You know, guys. So I don't know if Bray was going to be the next challenge for Cody to overcome, but it doesn't seem like Cody has a storyline currently, right? He's kind of, kind of just floating in the wind a little bit. It'd be interesting if that's what the next step would be for him. Um, the bloodline whole few thing here, man. For me, it's it's kind of, it's kind of like unwinding a little bit in, in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Jimmy. He obviously turned heel on the crowd because we we fully are behind Jay being a babyface. We want to see him do well, and Jimmy kind of comes in and puts a stop to that. And in a, in some ways, it's a heel move because he's saying he he's doing it to help him, but that's just really a, a heel who's kind of like you know trying to explain like their heelish deeds, like right? right. So he's a bad guy, right? The bloodline. They're still bad guys. So I guess it will be natural that they will kind of find themselves back together again. Because they're both evildoers. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I don't know. It's just not necessarily hitting for me. But maybe they can bring Cody back into it. We get some Cody and Jay. And Jay versus, uh, versus Solo and Jimmy. That might be interesting. But I don't know, guys. I'm just kind of like on a wait and see. I'm not as hyped on the bloodline storyline as I was, like, say, you know, four months ago.
1: Hell, you can't be. No, because the shit like we, we didn't have plot holes like this Mm-mm. before. Yeah, I, I know there's there's a segment of fans that feel like the Bloodline story has not been as good as we think it has. Sammy brought a ton to it, and when Sammy left, it wasn't. Bloodline story has been fantastic throughout. It it is now at a point where, all right, it's starting to sputter, and it's starting to sputter a little too much. Mm. Make it make sense, please. I I would appreciate it on SmackDown, but you can't make it make sense. This can't make sense.
0: My last thing I'm going to say. Now that
1: that he started this entire thing and now he's cool with being back in.
0: The only way that I can rectify this right now is that they are purposely trying to keep Jimmy under Jay as far as character and storyline. That's the only way that this can make sense. But if you want to bring them at, at Mania, they need to be the same. But right now, that's how that's the only way that I can I can, again, balance this equation is that Jay is meant to be a tier A wrestler and you got to build Jimmy to be a tier B. And that sucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything like once again, everything he did on Friday was great for him. He had a really strong promo segment with Cena. He was great in the backstage segments, but every single segment he was made to look like a chump. And it, that I didn't like that. It didn't make sense. He's a a heel.
2: He's a heel. But you also can say
1: he needs the bloodline because look what happened as soon as he wasn't around the bloodline. He gets chumped out by Cena. He gets chumped out by AJ. You know what I mean? You could say that Pierce, you know, chumps him out, but that's not. He's worked too hard. He's been put in too much of a limelight to be one of the top guys in the company for two years for that to be his solo Segment or his his you know the first time of us seeing him by himself with his new music who he is and that and that's what happens It's super super dumbfounded.
2: But has he been um, built to be anything other than what we're seeing?
1: He's never been built to be a chump like that. He just like a, mm. he looked like a, he came across as a chump.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't, mm. Yeah, I don't like that at all.
2: But um, <laughs> winding down, we got two uh, two matches left. Um f- for me these were good matches, but I don't really have a lot for them. Um we had the Women's World Championship, Raquel versus Rhea. What do you guys think?
0: I really didn't get to see a lot of this match, unfortunately. Hmm. Mm.
1: So, I was really excited for this match. It wasn't I, I didn't think it was it, it was there. It was cool. So, uh Ray in theory Rhea, Raquel, Seth, and Shinsuke was in your house. Mm. Everything else mm. was payback. Everything mm. else was a premium live event, full price show. the The last two matches, to me, it, it was it was solid. It was just solid. I, I knew what I, I I see what they were going for with Rhea and Raquel. To me, it just didn't make for a great match. Uh, to your point, E, I don't really have much on it. Uh, Rhea wins, of course. Feature clean in the middle. And that was kind of like it. I was like, okay, all right. I was kind of expecting a little bit more, but whatever, no harm, no foul. And then we get to the main event and it was the same thing. And I think even the crowd knew there was no chance of Shinsuke winning because the crowd didn't get up for some of the spots that I thought they would, would have. And it was the same thing to me. It was, that was a a really good Raw main event. Mm. That was it. I love the uh, promo package they show with the cartoon Mm -hmm. beforehand. That was killer. Mm -hmm. I I think the, I think the feud is still going after uh, the cameras cut. Shinsuke jumped Seth again. So I'm guessing maybe the, the feud continues, which is, which is fine, which is okay. Maybe we get some type of gimmick match or something like that in,
0: a rubber band match, right? No, not yet. Oh. We're only
1: two in, pal. Oh, right. Okay, 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 um, But yeah, I, I just thought the last two matches were just okay.
0: Same, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: I, I did like the the ending spot on the women's championship match. Uh, you know, Dirty Dime comes in there, you know, save helps save uh, his woman, right? And then Raquel Ra- 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 Ra showed her her strength that she was able to. You know, power slam a grown man, you know, but that turned into her taking the Riptide, so that was kind of yep. cool. Um, but you, you know what? Those
1: and great th- sell by Dom too. Oh, <laughs> Dom yeah. sold that like he got shot.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's good, man. Dom is Dirty Dom does a good job, man. And the tag team. I mean, and as you said about the the Seth and, and, and Naka, I, I love like the video packages. If they can keep continue to do video packages like that for Shinsuke, I think they're definitely will make him more of a credible heel. And it's just that they didn't have enough time to build him. -hmm. Into a credible enough challenger to make you think that, okay, he can take the championship. That he had a chance to
0: take a championship. Exactly. I think the street, this street match, still cage or still city street match, that's a tongue twister. And I think the still cage match, they just stole the show. I really feel that way. So everything else felt like a letdown because I think if we go back to look at those final two matches, we probably would have given them a B or maybe an A minus, but it was just what we saw. And those other two matches just so super exceeded anything I, I would have thought of. And That's why I feel this way about the final two matches.
1: And I think, too, the final two matches, we knew Raquel had no shot. Right. And then we knew even more that he she had no shot when they won the tag titles. Judgment, they won the tag titles. Yeah. That was almost like an a ending yeah. pay per view shot. When they had them and yep. they had yeah, everything, they had all, all, the belts, all the belts. And everywhere. that shot, yep. and I'm like, that would be a way you can end this show. It would have been great if maybe they would have done Raquel and Rhea before the tag match.
2: Because I, cause I told you, I actually saw the matches out of sequence originally. I saw the tag team match first because of how they did, I, they did the replay. So when I saw Rhea come down and do the spear, well, I assumed she already wrestled our match.
1: She, got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Because, like, you know, this, you wouldn't put her on twice like that, right? Like you wouldn't like you would want to get that initial reaction for her coming out for her interest and everything. I would assume that they already did that when she came out when she came out and did that spear, and so then we got that shot with with them holding all the gold. I'm like, yeah, that looks like a, a finishing shot, right? But then I'm like, then I, w- I actually watched the show back in order. I'm like, oh, she not, she hasn't had the match yet. Okay, that's interesting.
1: It's a good spot for them, right? Cold main event spot. I get it. Maybe you don't want to put this should never be a thing, but maybe you don't want to put the women's matches too close together. So we don't compare, you know, I, I don't know. But when, um, I just knew like, okay, now we know Damien is not going to cash in or even threaten to cash in the money bank for the main event. And for me, that was the hook. That was the entire hook of, of that match. Cause I knew Shinsuke wasn't going to beat Seth. I'm like, well, maybe something happens with the briefcase. So when the tag team title match happened for me, and then you go to the Grayson Waller, uh, effect. And we, we had Jay, if you would have stopped the show right there, for me, I would have been like, man, the show was probably like eight and a half, nine yeah. out of ten. with With the last two matches, and once again, they were okay. They were they were just okay. I, I probably have this show at about. I mean, those two matches were really, really strong. Mm. So I would probably still give it maybe about a seven and a half.
0: From what I saw, i would probably say an eight.
2: Yeah, I would give it an eight point five because, like I said, like the opener so like if we think about it you know we joked about this being an in your house card prior to watching it so the expectations for the show were already kind of low and that's really based on the build and the storylines going into most of these matches and I think the opener with the women over delivered right yep I think that the, then you have the, the Cena LA Knight Miz very entertaining yep and then you have the tag team match which is Amazing, yeah, right, right. It was definitely in good conversation for, um, you know, matches of the year. At least the tag team matches, it definitely would have had to be, right? right. And man, then I'll we had, be, a, all right, and man. then then okay. we had
1: all right. All right. All right, I'll go with Cody and Jay,
2: right. But the last two matches, we knew going into them that they didn't have much behind those matches, right? Because Rhea is heads and shoulders better than everybody in that division outside of Becky and Trish, but based on their storyline. We haven't been invested in those two women. So Riaz is a killer. There's nobody coming close to her. And Naka, you just can't make him credible enough of a, t- a title in, in that short of a period of time. So we knew that was it. So I think the, the card and show over-delivered up until those last two matches. And for me, I was still enough of a, on a, you know, of a positive high to where I was okay with the rest of it. So I'll give it probably an
1: 8.5. Okay. It was, it was funny because... I was so high on the show before the last two matches that I was like, "In HP trust." <laughs> I said that. I said that to myself. I was like, "I gotta stop talking about what may not be worth watching." And blah blah. And then when we got to the last two matches, I was like, "Okay, no." It, it kind of came back down to earth. It came back down to earth a little bit for me with those last two matches. But if anybody hasn't seen it, absolutely, it's worth watching the replay on on peacock i don't think it's a show outside of um, outside of cody bringing out jay and judgment day winning the tag titles it's not a show that's going to be talked about probably again in wwe you know what i mean like there's some shows where you keep harkening back to that show i think outside of those two things there isn't much that they'll go back to and revisit either on commentary or from a it's like a storyline perspective. Which um, is fine. Yeah, the Every show, show itself, no. Massive.
0: But a couple matches, yes, like you said.
1: Yep. All right, guys. So, man, almost two hours and almost Ooh. half of that. Woo!
0: Thank y'all for staying and listening.
1: Yep. So, we will be back on Wednesday. You guys know Rodriguez and I will be, of course, at All Out. So, we'll break that down on Wednesday. We'll talk about the Street Profits. And I also got a couple other things I want to talk about with you guys too. Some fun topics that we can get into.
0: And I have a fun topic to talk about, too.
1: Give us a teaser.
0: I guess it's not really that fun. It's just oh, comparing the top women in wrestling compared to the top men in wrestling, and are they actually better than the men who kind of have, like, this thing because they're a female. So I'd like to get y'all and put on that. Mm. And that was from Twitter. That was a Twitter question.
1: Mm. It's a deeper question than what it may seem like on the surface. Mm-hmm yep that may be something to look at in the East showing off trish the sign Trish <laughs> pop we out of here rhodesia uh last time you got mad at me you started this show off by saying that i cut you off last time and i want to make sure i don't do that again this time because i respect you i love you i don't want any Thank issues you. is there Thank anything you. you need to say to the folks before we get out of here
0: um enjoy this labor day it's weekend like i'm for joking peace
1: we'll see you guys <gasps> later.